Okay, right, Jeffrey. How's it going? I'm here with Jeffrey from the Bally McCormick Road back home. Yeah, I, I prefer Jeff, actually. You prefer Jeff, right, mate? <laughs> Good to have you. Welcome to California. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Jeff showed up in my house about a month and a half ago, eating my cereal, flirting with my wife, mm -hmm. stealing my kids' Legos, and I thought yeah. what he needs to do is he needs to tell me a story if he's going to stay here. So can you, can you tell me a story, Jeff? Yeah, I'll, I'll read you a story if you give me some dramatic music. I can play it. Right, give us a wee second. I'm going to put on some dramatic background music and then Jeff's going to tell us a story. Give me a second. Right. Hold on! All right, I'm ready. Um, get one up there if you need to. <clears throat> Sizzling sausage. Sizzling sausage. Sizzling sausage. Sizzling sausage. Sizzling sausage. Sizzling Sizzling sausage. 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 Sizzling Once upon a time, in some fictitious corner of a mythical land, there was a young man called Jonathan. Jonathan lived in a quiet village next to a forest that was filled with terrifying beasts. Early one morning, as Jonathan was washing his socks, a congenial water creature leapt out from the river and spoke to him. The creature informed Jonathan that a catastrophic event was going to occur the following Tuesday and that he must immediately journey deep into the forest to find a woman sitting by a waterfall who looked exactly like Whoopi Goldberg. The creature explained that when Jonathan finds the woman he will be given clear instructions on how to save his village from destruction and terror. It was further explained that, as well as saving his village, Jonathan will also get to make out with a beautiful woman, impress all his friends and discover the deepest truths of human existence. Following this brief interaction, Jonathan went home. He ate a sandwich. He masturbated and they then took a long nap under a willow tree. When Jonathan awoke, he decided that he didn't want to journey into the dark forest to save his village. To Jonathan, it all sounded like a massive pain in the ass. The next Tuesday, Jonathan's village was completely destroyed and everyone perished, including Jonathan. The end. Jeff, I was, you really good at that. Yeah, it's, I'm a you professional. That'll do it. I figure because Jeff looks like Jon Snow and we both have accents, we could probably yeah. get ourselves a free drink tonight. What do you reckon? I reckon so, yeah. You just See pull, you later. Pull the Irish card out. Oh, I and the music you just heard was our mate Marky Adair. Oh, yeah, Marky Adair. Yeah, he's got great hair. Great hair. It's got great hair. Right, Marky. Cheers, Marky. Thanks, uh, Mark. See ya. Right now, let's go. Pieces of something. Pieces of something.
about young Jonathan he's probably a good kid but I just don't think his story will be making it onto the big screen or becoming a part of our cultural zeitgeist anytime soon why not you may ask Glenn why is that not going to happen I'll tell you why it's not going to happen because we want courage we want death defying adventures we want those characters who inspire us and remind us of the best parts of ourselves. We're just not that interested in Jonathan. God bless him. Think of the old story that keeps penetrating the culture over and over again. The one we have been churning out since time immemorial like loaves of bread in a busy bread factory. Here it is, the reluctant hero or heroine who is called to leave their ordinary world behind and embark on some perilous journey to face their foes and save the day. We have all the old stories. Now we have Star Wars, Harry Potter. We have the Hunger Games, The Matrix. Almost every superhero or Disney movie out there. They all more or less follow the formula. Joseph Campbell. He's a well-known fella in the world of comparative mythology. He believed that we keep retelling various forms of that same old heroic story because we need to tell it. Because we need its symbolism to carry the human spirit forward as there are so many things that can beat us down and pull us back. It's no secret that being human is a fairly complicated thing. And trying to deal with ourselves and find our way in the world can be fantastically difficult at times. On any given afternoon, if we happen to find ourselves feeling stressed or confused or depressed or worried or lonely or exhausted or pissed off or in the verge of losing every last one of our marbles, we are by no means alone. Not at all. It seems we're all hardwired to want lives that are continuously satisfying. Bodies that never hurt, tire or fail us. Relationships that never disappoint us. And a world that's full of certainties and magical solutions to all of our problems. But yet, as you and me and the rest of us know. Each of us gets handed a package that is nothing like this. We get annoying co-workers. We get serotonin deficiencies, sexual dysfunctions in nostril hair. We get existential crises, relational conflicts. I'll keep this list going. We get misplaced phone chargers. We even get financial worries and irritable bile syndromes, plural. To top it all off, in spectacular fashion, each of us gets presented with the unequivocal assurance that we and every person we care about is one day going to die. 
no joke at all. The truth of things is that most of us won't get to save the pride lands, slay dragons or float around looking as angelic as Daenerys Targaryen. But through the various seasons of our lives, we will absolutely get presented with our own set of perplexing and painful circumstances that require us to act and make choices. And the choices we make or don't make profoundly shape the trajectory of our lives and the kind of people we become. The psychologist Rollo May, he's old school, he talked about how acorns become oaks and kittens become cats through automatic growth and instinct. But how we, on the other hand, can only become fully human through our choices and our commitments to those choices. Through a multitude of small decisions day by day by day that require courage. And this makes a lot of sense to me. Maybe in some small way we get to participate in that old story I was talking about earlier, the one that drives the human spirit forward. Every time we are able to lift our head up and keep going. Every time we do the right thing when it's difficult to. Every time we're honest with ourselves and others, especially when it's easier not to be. Every time we forgive, let go and choose to not indulge in resentment or self-pity. And every time we take on new challenges or face our fears or laugh a little at ourselves or rejoice in whatever hardship we're facing. Maybe in all of these things, we somehow open ourselves up to the possibility of becoming something more than we thought we were and developing capacities that we didn't even know we had. And I think that's no small thing at all. Something the world could use a lot more of. Yeah. So cheers to stumbling and fumbling our way forward. Cheers to facing the pains and anxieties that come our way with whatever courage we can muster up. And cheers to not being a Jonathan. Thanks for being here with me as I keep trying to gather up these pieces of something. Appreciate you. Bye.